Hi, I'm Dave Westberg, and you're listening to Billboard Insider Podcast, where I interview industry leaders about trends impacting the U.S. out-of-home advertising business. This podcast is sponsored by Adomni. Adomni, increase your revenue today by listing your digital billboard on Adomni. Today's podcast guest is Colin Huber, Dactronics Out-of-Home Advertising Market Manager. Welcome to the show, Colin. Thanks, Dave. Colin, talk a little bit about your background and how you got into out-of-home. Am I right that you actually have a degree, uh, is it a business degree and also a sports management degree? Yes, sir. That's how I got started. <laughs> Dactronics has a really strong internship program. So I joined Dactronics right out of college. It was an internship and just kept on showing up and it turned into a full-time sales job in the sports venue market. Yes. So that was my first few years at Dactronics calling on arenas and stadiums around the United States. And then it was about 2006 when digital billboards were starting to become a trend that I joined that market and have been focused on out-of-home applications and customers since 2006. And as I like to joke with my colleagues on this partnership, it seems like I'm on the, we're on the wrong side of being on the vendor side of it, but it's a great, great business to be in. Hey, can you talk a little about, about the, so are you managing a group of territory managers? How many people do you have managing different parts of the United States for digital billboards? We are broken into a few different regions, the New England, Mid-Atlantic, the Southeast, South Central, Great Lakes, North Central, and then everything west of the Missouri River is basically a different territory. So we've got about six different regions that are managed, and we have local sales representation mm -hmm. in. And then our core administrative group is based here in Brookings, South Dakota at our corporate headquarters. Terrific. Colin, what trends have you seen in the digital billboard market in the past year? That's a good question here, Dave. In the past year, we've dealt from everything from tariffs to a pandemic. So the impact on the out-of-home <laughs> business has been pretty extensive. Huge. However, for this discussion, yeah, we'll, we'll focus on some of the more positive happenings and successes in recent history here. One of the trends are is we're, we're just getting into the first wave. We're replacing some of the original digital displays that were installed in the oh, 2007 and 2009 timeframe. So as we go for that replacement process, the products today we manufacture here in South Dakota perform way better and last longer. So I think the purchases of these are going to be going to be happier with how the technology has advanced since these first deployments. Mm -hmm. Customers are really sensitive about return on investment. So you can only do so much with the components that you put into your display. As, as uh, our product manager, Lori Seeler, likes to say, it comes down to choices. And, and no one likes to sacrifice a longevity or performance for a cheaper component. So we pay a little more special attention to our our products features and capabilities that can help with overall cost of ownership. Could I ask you something, Colin? Yep. There there seems to be a lot of people think that it's kind of all or nothing. That okay, my digital billboard gets to the end of a hundred thousand hours or eleven and a half years, and then it just all falls apart. I gotta replace it. You really don't am I right? It, when you're reconditioning, you may decide to replace, but you can also can you swap out modules when you get to a, an end of a useful life? But talk about that. Yeah, yeah, you can. That, that is an option. It depends on the, the vintage of billboard and their built-in modular size. Sometimes we've made some choices to make them in a bigger size, so they mm -hmm. may not fit in the original display. Mm -hmm. And probably at least 80% of the, the cost of a digital billboard is in the module. So mm -hmm. once you do that and you, and you start factoring in the labor to do these refacing, it's almost easier and, and cheaper to just buy a new display. Okay. So that's primarily how people are replacing these rather than just a reface. Okay. So replacement of displays, that's one trend. What are some other trends you've been seeing? One of the other things and usage is the incorporation of programmatic advertising. Mm -hmm. 
obviously co- companies want to maximize their revenues so this is a growing trend in the in the industry so we need to have a capability to integrate with all the different programmatic offerings that are that are out there as well terrific am i right also there's been a trend in this past year of less activity obviously the big 3 lamar outfront clear channel after covid they pretty much ratcheted down their discretionary capex but the independents sort of stepped in. I've been seeing increased activity on the part of independents. Is that a trend you've been seeing? Yeah, very, very accurate statement there, Dave. We are seeing a good amount of activity with the independent out-of-home companies. A lot of this is regionally based. Mm. And some areas of North America are impacted a little bit more due to local shutdowns and even city restrictions. But in general, we are seeing a lot of positive happenings with the independent out-of-home companies. And that, that does make up a large chunk of our overall out-of-home market sales. Mm-hmm. Colin, where does digital billboard make sense and where doesn't it make sense? Digital billboards make sense anywhere where you have the right amount of heads that can see your display. Mm-hmm. And and it uh, makes financial sense. It can be traffic count or a notable intersection or corridor within the city that is well known or just near an area where people gather. And, and hopefully we get back to that time and, and place where people can gather as a group again here relatively soon. Some of the other criteria that I would base this on is kind of what Ike Wingate mentioned in a previous Billboard Insider podcast. Mm-hmm. No visual obstructions, knowing the local regulations, and a location and a sign where you can maximize your ROI. I think he uh, referenced you don't need to build the largest sign out there. If it looks good and is easily seen, then that makes sense and, and can maximize your return on investment a little quicker that way as well. And Colin, I find it interesting. DAC has been putting some effort into small format digital billboards, eight to 10 millimeter boards, which are, some of them are smaller and am I right? They're designed for maybe a a smaller board and also pedestrian type thing. Very accurate. There is a continued appetite for digital products and to offer more options in addition to, you know, traditional roadside applications, we developed a product that we we refer to internally as urban billboards. Hmm. And these would be for any applications that are close viewing, have a lower haggle, slower moving traffic that require a higher resolution product. Mm-hmm. I guess some examples would be like a wallscape, a downtown or monument type location that, that you can walk up to. Yes. And we do use an eight or 10 millimeter product for this. It's a surface mount LED technology rather than the three individual red, green, blue through hole mm-hmm. LED product. And it has all the attributes that a normal billboard would. It has a webcam, a smart length, front and rear accessibility, just because, you know, some of these more applications are going to be more unique in nature. Mm-hmm. And it comes in one or two sections, so you're not having to cobble something together on site. So the difference is it's designed to be viewed close up from the street as opposed to driving by where it's 80 feet off a, a major thoroughfare and people are flying by 65 miles an hour. Correct. Yeah. Obviously, with a higher resolution display, it's going to be a, a, a larger cost. So yes, it doesn't make yes. sense for a, mm-hmm. for a 1448 in, in a lot of applications to have this kind of technology. But these types of displays fit nicely into a company's portfolio for not only broadening their sales, mm-hmm. but in this world dynamics in the past nine months, they work great for public service announcements or any type of municipality or business organization to utilize. What information, if I'm in a, a bill, I constantly have people calling me saying, Dave, I want to put up a digital billboard. Well, if you selected a manufacturer, no. What information, if I want to put up a digital billboard, what information should I gather together to make my first call with a digital billboard manufacturer productive? Generally, our our customers are pretty well informed and and have done a 
decent amount of homework when they decide to engage with a, a vendor such as Dactronic. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, there's misinformation that happens within the industry that mm-hmm. we have to counter. But for the most part, our customers have a decent of idea of what they're wanting for a good partnership. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, we can fill in the gaps and, and fulfill maybe some of the areas where they're unsure about. So about one one or two times a week, we do get a random phone call from someone who just says, hey, I'd like to put up a billboard, digital billboard. How do I do that? Yeah. And they don't, you know, don't have much knowledge from, uh, yeah. they don't have a location, a plan, yeah. uh, no knowledge of local reg- regulations, or even the idea of cost. So there's kind of some learning curve there, but it's part of what we do. And, and this just takes a little time to give a little basic billboard industry tutorial. Okay. Let's take a break here for a word from our sponsor. Adomni's buying platform enables advertisers and agencies to easily find and buy your unsold billboard space. With Audience IQ technology, advertisers can target consumer profiles, such as demographics, behavior, and interest, that travel past your billboards. Join the fastest-growing out-of-home network alongside over 200,000 digital screens. Whether you have a Formedco, Watchfire, Dectronics, or PrismView billboard, Adomni is easy to connect. Visit Adomni.com or email sales at Adomni.com to learn more. Out of home, in your hands. Colin, can you walk through the digital billboard sales and planning cycle and how Dactronics can assist clients at each stage? Sure. The typical sales cycle is oftentimes dependent on the location or site of where the display is going. Often on new builds, there are a few moving parts that we try to sync up with as far as the structure install, power to the site, and, mm-hmm. and data to the site. Our project management team usually takes the baton after a, a sales contract is signed, and they coordinate with the different aspects for the delivery of the display, and hopefully it can be so- installed and fired up on the same day as arrival. Our displays mm-hmm. are designed, tested, and built here in South Dakota, so depending on where we're delivering it, try to plan and coordinate with a subcontractor for this to happen just seamlessly so okay. the customer can have an operating display by the end of the day. Let's talk about even even in uh, feasibility in in the feasibility stage, when I am in a permitting and feasibility stage, I'm encountering questions from the local regulatory authority. How can DAC help in the in that stage? That's a good question. We can help in a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the city We'll just maybe want to see a, like a lighting analysis mm. of uh, what a digital billboard will, you know, emit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In other, in other aspects, they're going to want maybe want some materials on on the specifics of the display. And in other times, they'll want somebody to come in and testify in behalf and be a technology technology expert and mm-hmm. and talk about the product. And and they may have some questions. So, so it's a variety of ways that we can we can help a, a company there and. And the sooner we can get involved and assist uh, with them, it makes the process a little bit smoother. And, and like I said, uh, no one wants to get bound up in with the regulatory side of things as yep. far as putting up a digital display. So you can help with some of the studies. When I sign a sales contract for a digital billboard purchase, at that point, I, am I right? I get assigned to a project manager. And how typically, how long does it take for, a, you know, from the time I sign a contract for a digital billboard how long might I expect it to take before that billboard will be shipped? That's a, a, a good question, and it's uh, somewhere between four weeks to eight weeks, depending okay. on the time of the year. Obviously, we, we plan accordingly mm-hmm. and have to schedule things in our manufacturing plant. So four to eight weeks is usually a, a good time frame. Sometimes there's some site sensitivity that we have to get it there in a quicker time frame, and, and other times they're they're waiting on subcontractors. So uh, we have some variability there and yep. flexibility. So. Yeah, it's, uh, within that time frame, I would okay. say, in general. 
And now we talked a little bit about install. You know, some people think it takes a long time, but am I right? I mean, in typical install, you're able to put a head onto a structure pretty much within a day. Is that right? Yeah, I would say the, the physical install is just a few, a few hours. Yes. Then there's obviously the the, the power and, um, and other electrical connections done and fire up should happen. So okay. if everything goes smoothly, it should be just a handful of hours and the sign should be operational. The software that runs these signs is critical. I, I always tell people the software is as important a component as the hardware in terms of making the sign work well. How do you train people to use the sign properly? We would schedule a software training. Like I said, that you're not doing anything too crazy sophisticated with these displays as they're mm -hmm. just, you know, going from static image to static image. But mm -hmm. a lot of companies like to get creative with their scheduling and they, they sell to multiple advertisers and, and sometimes there's some shared space and sometimes there's some obviously different uh, distributions of who gets the advertising space. So there can be some creativity and that side of things, but normally we just schedule a, a software training. It's mobile-based, so you mm -hmm. can do it off your phone or, or iPad. So it, it's a pretty easy-to-use software, and you can do it anywhere in the United States or, or I guess, worldwide if you have Internet access. Mm -hmm. Now, I install a board. It's up, it's running, I'm running the software. Talk about the monitoring of the functions of that board. What is what is Stacktronics doing? You know, I've been to your plant, and you you've got a giant operations center. But talk about how that figures into how you monitor what's going on with these digital billboards around the United States. After the sale, we we support our clients in a variety of ways. We include a a valuable surface plan ahead of time. We talk about some customers want a pretty much a hands free, worry free solution, mm -hmm. and we do get. We do, even though they do have a webcam, we rely more on the diagnostic feedback from the display versus a, a visual mm -hmm. visual look at it. So we, the webcams are obviously important for verifying that. If we're getting this, some type of error message that says the uh, module's out, we, we use a webcam and make sure that that's exactly what's happening. So mm -hmm. we, we do have that, that process in place. And other, other customers just prefer to have part support. We'll still monitor displays and let mm -hmm. them know when there's, when there's a problem, but they want to they handle and have the resources to do, handle the labor themselves on, on site. So we, we have a flexible service plan to take care of customers, no matter what their capabilities are. Okay. Colin, how should customers think about useful life and maintenance of a digital billboard? That is always usually a kind of a unique question. If you look at any digital product specs, they're going to rate them at 100,000 hours. And if you do the math, that's, that's 11 years. And at the, what that rating means that they'll be at their half brightness at that time frame. So I, mm -hmm. I wouldn't necessarily say that that's the, the rule of thumb, but it's, it's, it's a generally good guideline. I think it kind of probably depends on, on where you're at in, in the United States. If it's north-facing, south-facing, they're going to degrade at a, at a certain amount. And if they're battling more sunny conditions and facing the sun more hours of the day, the degradation process is probably going to be a, a little quicker. Mm -hmm. So it, it's a little bit variable, and it's going to depend on the market. If there's uh, new signs getting installed you know, nearby or adjacent to where uh, an aging display is, it's probably going to be a little bit more sensitive as well. So we have a couple signs out there. I think I just saw one yesterday that one of the independent operators said he's going into his 14th year of his original sign. So wow. he's obviously had great success with it. And, and not all of them we can guarantee that length, but that particular one has been a great success story for him and for us. Mm -hmm. And then when I get to the get to the 100,000 hours, 
maybe my digital billboard over time, it's getting less bright. I've got a decision, either replace the whole thing or swap modules. Is that how, how I should think about it? Yes, sir. That's a, that would be the next transitional step in the process. What maintenance should I be doing to extend the useful life of my sign? There are some companies that even though the, the we ship signs at a 8,500 brightness level, mm-hmm. 8,500 nits, they'll start off by only operating them at, say, 6,500 or 7,000 mm-hmm. nits. Mm-hmm. So that, that obviously is you're, you're maximizing the, the length there a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Just some awareness to content usage as well. White content is going to use up the most power there as well. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's another item to be sensitive Mm-hmm. Of, and and white content is, is usually uh, tends to look the worst on digital displays as well. The white yes. backgrounds are are not not necessarily the best background mm-hmm. to use. So just behaviors like that. As it as a sign gets older, it maybe maybe acquires some dust on the louvers. So there's mm-hmm. a cleaning process that that'll make the display look better. I guess general other general maintenance suggestions are sometimes you'll have to change out a module. And if it goes in the middle of the sign, it might be a little brighter than the surrounding ones and be mm-hmm. noticeable. So I guess just general maintenance rule of thumb is to maybe try to keep them in the corners, newer newer modules, so they're not as noticeable. Mm-hmm. So just I would say those are, those are some tr- tips to maintain the image quality for as long as possible on these displays. And Colin, how do you think digital billboards will be different in five years' time? As far as the future for digital billboards, the time is probably sooner than we think that digital billboards are, will transition from the current through-hole technology to a complete surface mount technology for all applications. Wow. I think the SMD product, yeah, it's, uh, the SMD products that have been developed to a point where they can maintain the brightness and performance criteria for an acceptable life. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that are, you know, these digital billboards are in 24-7, 365, and are expected to last over 10 years of life. Mm-hmm. And almost all the LED manufacturers are putting all of their development efforts into SMD products. What's the advantage of surface mount versus through the through hole? Higher resolution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one trend will be maybe a move to surface mount. Are there any other trends you think could happen? I, I think we'll continue to see a growth in the programmatic advertising app usage. Mm-hmm. So we'll continue to adapt that and see how that continues to grow and, and ebb and flow. And we're always looking for new applications and uses of digital technology. So we'll hopefully see more more unique applications and usages of this product. And we're excited about the future of our involvement in the billboard business. Terrific. That's all for this week. Thanks for appearing on the show, Colin. Thanks, Dave. This podcast was edited by Lucas Jones and sponsored by Adomni. Adomni, increase your revenue today by listing your digital billboard on Adomni. You can listen to episodes of the Billboard Insider podcast by visiting billboardinsider.com or subscribing to the Billboard Insider podcast on iTunes or any of the usual podcast outlets. Our email is billboardinsider at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. I'll be back in a couple of weeks.